So what's up? Have you ever cried in a movie and what was it? Do I, I don't really. Oh, I've just given it away, the fact that I don't want to answer this question. Yes. Um, oh, I don't <laughs> want to say. It? I don't want to say. Go on. There's so many. Oh. There's just so many. Um, I'll pick one. <laughs> I'm a crier. I'm one of those really – I'm hopeless. It's why I don't watch movies because I just can't not cry. Um, oh, look, everyone would say Titanic. But, oh, I'm going to really show my hand here. My wife Go made on. me do it. The Notebook. Shit. No. <laughs> the Notebook. <laughs> All your manhood has just disappeared. Oh, what tiny shred I had has just gone out the window. Um, <laughs> Michaela, please rescue me. Movies, crying. Well... Beaches, like who doesn't cry in that? But Beaches. I'm a girl, so that's mm. you know, there's no shock factor there. Yeah, I suppose. But you, that's it. <laughs> no one's going to respect me anymore. I'm going to have to walk around the street with my eyes like averted from everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership, so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Hang on, I just got to finish wiping the tears off. <sighs> okay. Okay, okay, listeners, welcome back to the Tradies Business Show. And um, everything you just heard is an absolute lie. I was making that up for uh, sensationalistic journalism. But um, great episode today, Michaela, be quiet, please. Um, no, great episode today. We, uh, we're talking LinkedIn, which a lot of tradies would probably think, oh, LinkedIn, really? That's not going to apply to me. But I tell you what. By the end of this interview, <laughs> I was itching to get back to my profile and to jump on the phone to my clients uh, and get them building a great LinkedIn profile because this is just, man, there is some great stuff in here. There is, and you even were too ashamed to connect with Adam because he would see your profile, <laughs> which I find hilarious. And you but know what? He really, might make really... me cry as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's some really great stuff in this and there's even some extra bonuses which we'll tell you about towards the end of the show. But if you've ever thought of using LinkedIn or want to know more about it, this is the episode that you need to hear. So enjoy. Really looking forward to chatting to Adam Houlihan today. He is a social media strategist and the author of Secret Source, From Nought to 200,000 Followers in One Hour a Day. Wouldn't we all like to know that? Uh, and he's really a, a LinkedIn expert. I know a lot of people say they're experts and gurus, but Adam's so much of an expert in this area that LinkedIn actually used his profile as an example of the right way to use LinkedIn. So welcome to the show, Adam. Thanks, Michaela. Wonderful to be here. G'day, Adam. Now, hey, Warren. We always... We always like to start with the old question. Are you a DIY? Do you like to pot around the house or do you like to get the pros in? Oh, I'm definitely in the get the pros in uh, camp. Uh, I'm definitely not a, a handyman. My wife is the one that changes light bulbs and whatever <laughs> at our place. So, uh, I'll, I'll uh, pick up the phone every time. Nice. <laughs> at, least, at least you're willing to admit it, Adam. I, I like that. Yeah, mate. that's right. <laughs> So I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, may have even heard of LinkedIn or may have sort of dabbled with it or know nothing about it, but I know that LinkedIn's a, a pretty powerful player out there in the social media space. So 
what's some of the the reasons why you know our guys should start even looking at this as a way to promote their business? Yeah, good. It's a good question, Carla. It's um, you know, LinkedIn is actually one of the the oldest social media platforms around, uh, and it's really it's really stood the test of time and uh, and really evolved uh, from you know its its roots, not not unlike Facebook has, to to really be one of the the market leaders as far as. Um, you know, the business application of social media. So as opposed to, say, um, uh, you know, the Instagrams and, and whatever of the world at the moment, um, yeah, they've certainly got their place, but it, LinkedIn is hands down number one uh, for any for any form of professional services uh, to, to be a part of. And to give you sort of a maybe a bit of an overview of the um, sort of some current numbers around LinkedIn, um, it's, it's not far off 350 million people currently registered on LinkedIn. To be exact, I think it's about 348. But uh, the, the reason no one can really give you an exact number is because about two new profiles appear on LinkedIn every second. Um, so that's, that's how fast it's growing. But probably more importantly, the, um, the, like the average income of the, the people that are on LinkedIn is in excess of 100000 uh, in, uh, in Australian dollars, even it's over $110,000 uh, of those 350 or million people. And there's also about, you know, almost half of them, uh, or to be exact, around 40% of those, those people are active on there every single day. So it's a you know it's a it's a very um, uh, target rich environment for you know if you go about uh, using it in in a you know a very strategic way. That's some pretty mind blowing numbers uh, when yeah. you start multiplying those two together. That's one big economy, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's uh, you know, and the the speed at which it's still growing. I mean. Now, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that they'll ever get to this, but um, LinkedIn's own internal goals are to have 3 billion users on, on LinkedIn. Um, now, at, at the current rate of 2 per second, that, that's going to take them about 120 years. But um, uh, <laughs> as I said, I, I, don't, I don't sort of, you know, profess the fact that they will get there, but certainly it'll go past a billion users. And uh, so even if you're not on LinkedIn now, you're not late to the party, um, but the sooner you get, sort of get in there, the, you know, the better. And so a lot of our guys have often said, oh, try social media and I, you know, I, I tried Facebook but it didn't work for me, you know, when they only probably put, a, you know, a couple of posts up. What, what makes LinkedIn so different from some of the other social networks out there like Facebook? Well, yeah, again, great question. But the, um, the, the first thing, just to step back a bit, is... Um, you know, LinkedIn will be no different if you get out there and put two posts up. It's it's something which this is not specific to LinkedIn. It's it's just generic across social media. Is that one? It, it takes a bit of time. It, you know, you don't get instant overnight results. You've got to be committed to it over a period of time. Uh, but you've also got to be sort of strategic about you know how you go about it. And and each different platform. Uh, pretty much has you know different ways of um, uh, of interacting with your with your ideal clients or customers or or you know whatever you're actually targeting um, and and really probably the one of the you know biggest mistakes people make with LinkedIn is um, is to treat it like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter 
And, you know, it really, it's not the place for selfies or, um, you know, telling us about what you did on the weekend or your dog's latest antics. You know, that stuff's for Facebook and whatever. LinkedIn's really a professional network and it, and it really needs to be, you know, treated, you know, in, in, the, in that professional manner. And if you have a, a strategic way of going about that, it's, it's by far the, the, uh, the number one platform for, for getting those, those type of results. So I guess, Adam, in my mind, that raises a bit of a question. I'm going to make a, a sweeping generalization, which is always very dangerous. But <laughs> if, if I can speak for our listeners for just a moment, I suspect uh, that a lot of our tradies would be thinking, well, you know, LinkedIn's all these high-income earning professionals. Uh, why would they be on LinkedIn? Why would your tradies be on, on LinkedIn? Yeah, what, what, what benefit would yeah. having a profile on LinkedIn and being active on there actually have for me as a plumber or a mechanic or whatever? Sure. Well, remember that um, you know, uh, averages are, are a wonderful number. Like you know, when they say the average user has an income of $110,000, pretty much what you can guarantee is that the only number that nobody will have is on there is $110,000. <laughs> You know, you'll, you'll have everybody from, uh, you know, $40,000 up to, you know, million dollar uh, income earners on there. Uh, and then the average just comes down to that, that 110, you know. So realistically, the, the scope of people, I suppose what you what you got to look at it is from, it's not, um, it's not necessarily, uh, you know, what your personal interest is. Uh, it's, it's what are your, you know, what's the, you know, what's the um, ideal client of yours look like? So if you're a tradie, what, what is it that your ideal client looks like? Are they, um, uh, you know, are they uh, homeowners? Are they, um, you know, uh, office workers, whatever? I mean, I, I imagine that um, the scope of the type of people that would employ a tradie is very wide. Um, so the likelihood of those people uh, being on there is actually uh, you know, huge, to be honest. Uh, it's just then a matter of how you connect with those right type of people. So there's absolutely, it's it's an absolute no-brainer that uh, it's where you should be uh, as far as putting some energy behind your social media activities. Uh, it's just you've got to be very uh, strategic in the way you, you go about doing it. So, Adam, let's say, you know, we've got a tradie listening to the show, already doing Facebook, uh, maybe Instagram or something, um, listening to this and going, okay, so LinkedIn, it's another social media platform. Uh, it's another bunch of posts and everything. How would the the approaches differ? You know, obviously you talked about no sort of cats riding around on vacuum cleaners on LinkedIn. That's kind of Facebook stuff. But, uh, yep. you know, how would your strategies differ between some of those major platforms? The... Probably the main thing as far as if we're you know, focused on what's the right strategy for LinkedIn, and this is where I think that uh, you know, your guys will be really happy about uh, LinkedIn is unlike a lot of your other platforms, you know, LinkedIn is not a place to be you know, whacking out 10 posts a day or uh, you know, seven days a week or anything like that. Realistically, probably two updates a day is, is, is the maximum that you need. Um, and it's it's really more about connecting with your your ideal clients than you know spending a whole bunch of time coming up with um, uh, content that you've got to write um, you know like blog posts and stuff like that. You can certainly have a strategy around LinkedIn which doesn't require you to have a blog or or, or blog posts. Uh, 
I'm going to preface that by saying, you know, it, it's better if you do. Um, but if you don't, um, you can certainly still uh, have a very effective um, uh, sort of strategy that um, connects you with your ideal clients and, and positions you. The real, the real key of what you're trying to do is position yourself as the go-to person in, in that industry. So by, you know, posting the right type of content, it doesn't have to be a lot of content and a strategy around connection, um, connection meaning, you know, connecting to the right people. Um, that's, that's really what, um, you know, it's all about as opposed to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram where you, you got to have a much bigger range of content that you, you're putting out there and probably a little more regularly. Um, LinkedIn's all about sort of uh, connection and it's all about, um, uh, you know, a, a business stance on things for want of a better word. So you talk about using LinkedIn, um, finding your ideal clients and making connections. What's the right way to connect with people on there? So do you have any best tips on the right etiquette in connecting, particularly with people perhaps that you don't know? Yeah, exactly. It's um, one of the good things, like the, the search features on LinkedIn are fantastic. So, you know, finding the right people to connect with um, is you, you can be, you know, as specific as uh, the type of industry they're in, um, uh, the, the postcode that they live in, um, even the, the job title, if, if, if you wanted to be that specific. You can really drill it down into the, um, you know, the key type of people that you want to connect with. But a great, a great point you made there, Michaela, is about etiquette and um, what the biggest mistake that most people make. And uh, to give you an example, so using myself, uh, I get about around 200 connection requests every week and probably only five in 200 do this. Um, so you know, if you want to sort of really increase the, the likelihood of these the right type of people you know connecting with you it's really as simple as when you send that connection request is not use the very bland vanilla i'd like hi i'd like to connect with you on linkedin that that linkedin kind of set up for you um, but overriding that and just writing a quick one sentence or, or two sentence maximum as to you know why you want to connect with someone and, and of course that shouldn't be something like I want to connect with you because I want to send you my latest offer or anything like that. Um, I get plenty of those it, too. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, it really should be around, um, you know, just creating that, um, that, that first connection. And um, there's, a, there's a, an age-old concept called the 7-Eleven rule, which means that really before you try to sell anything to anybody, um, you should have had um, seven hours of conversation or 11 touches with that person. And, um, and, and it, is a, it is a reality. So that's what I mean by a real strategy around, you know, how you go about everything on LinkedIn, um, you know, is, is to, to have this sort of um, framework in place that uh, takes those connections through uh, initial connection to trust uh, to, you know, eventually to a point where, you know, they, they want to they deal with you as, the, you know, that particular industry professional. So it really... It really comes down to applying old school networking techniques to these platforms, and I think I'm I'm it even is. guilty of uh, he with the most connections wins kind of <laughs> approach to some of these yeah. platforms where it's like, wow, I've got 773 LinkedIn connections, and it's like I don't talk to any of them, so no wonder nothing's uh, coming out of that. But it, it's just applying those old human principles, isn't it, Adam? 
It is, and it's it is that's that's a good point. It's one of the things I, I really do like about LinkedIn is it, it it sort of takes out that whole gamification of you know he who has the most connections is is the you know the guru because it only sort of shows you the top or the first I shouldn't say the top the the first five hundred connections that you have, and after that it doesn't actually matter how many you've got. Um, like your profile, if you said uh, Warwick, you had seven hundred seventy three. Is that is that oh, what you said? Just, it says like seven fifty plus, you know. It's like- yeah, yeah. So you can see that, but from a, someone looking at your profile from the outwards looking in, only see it would see that that says five hundred plus. Mm. Um, so it doesn't have this gamification of saying I've got a million connections or yeah. hundred thousand or whatever. It's you know everyone's kind of um, you know. Uh, brought back to a, a level playing field. Uh, however, the, you know, there are certain sort of what I, this is not a real word, I made this up, but um, it's what I call LinkedIn-isms. And there's certain little things around LinkedIn that you, you kind of have to have. And, and one of them is five, you know, more than 500 connections. Yeah. Um, that's getting into the um, optimization and whatever of, of uh, your profile and everything. And we're, we're going to make that easy for everyone to do that a bit later. But um, uh, you do need to get over over 500 connections. But after that, it's all about, you know, connecting with the right people. Much better to be connected with a 1,000 of your ideal clients than 50,000 people who are, are never going to even, you know, speak to you on, on LinkedIn, let alone anywhere else. One of the things I think is the real power in LinkedIn for um, our listeners is the ability to connect with potential partnerships. So like you said, the search feature before, perhaps you're wanting to develop relationships with property managers of real estates in your area. I mean, you could very simply go through and search for that in your local area uh, and those types of positions and then make introductions that way. So I think that whole... Um, ability to make strategic partnerships is re- again where some really powerful um, things can happen in LinkedIn. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And one of the you know one of the um, the good features of of LinkedIn is that um, generally speaking, in most platforms, you you need to be somewhat connected before you can interact in any way. Uh, and certainly, LinkedIn is is like that too. However, one, you, you you know, if you go about that the right way, you can send those connection requests in that very targeted manner, as, as you just said, Michaela. But secondly, from that, uh, LinkedIn has a um, a built-in feature that now it's certainly it's not free, but um, there, there is what they call in-mail. and in-mail allows you to connect directly with anybody who, even if you're not you know, already connected on LinkedIn and at least be able to send them, a, you know, a message as to why you want to connect in a, in a very powerful way. Uh, so you're 100% right. It's, that's that's part of the strategy is not only to connect with your, your ideal clients but also with your, you know, your, um, you know, um, strategic partners or alliances that, um, you know, where you can add value to each other's businesses for sure. So, Adam, that raises the question about the whole LinkedIn premium, and I, I think I must get a special invitation to trial it uh, about three times a week. And uh, is is there value in that? I mean, there obviously is, but can you perhaps give uh, our listeners a bit of insight into why would they do the whole premium versus the free account? Yeah, sure. It's um, look while you're while you're building your your profile up and getting it sort of optimized and ready. There's there's probably not a lot of reason to go to the premium accounts, but uh, certainly when you want to um, 
start using it in a very strategic way uh, that there's there's multiple different levels of the the premium accounts and um, but one of the generic reasons why is that uh, that you should once you're at that level is that uh, it allows you to to see all of the people that are viewing your profile um, and as opposed to the free one I think it allows you to probably see the the last you know five or something like that um, so it's very it's, you know it's a very powerful thing when you're using it very strategically to know who's viewing your profile and and you know you know you can connect back with those people but also it um it you know in the uh, different levels and to give an example i use the executive level which is you know one of the highest levels i'm not suggesting that you guys need to go to that level by any means uh it's it's about eight or nine hundred dollars a year just to, to have access to that um but the the higher the levels, the the um, the more people, more depth that allows you to see within um, the um, number of first connections and uh, whatever that you you want to view. But that level allows you to see down to about seven hundred. Uh, so highly unlikely you guys need to go to that depth. Um, but in the the lower levels of the the premium accounts, it'll it'll let you see sort of two or three hundred. The, the first two or three hundred in you know in whatever search it is that you, you're looking for at a, at a given time. So the key to LinkedIn is, um, I believe, is having a, a completed profile um, and really optimising that. What are some of the key things that people miss when they're updating their profile? The gaps they seem to leave out that are quite valuable. The uh, the that is definitely right. The the first thing you need is you, you need to get your profile to what they call the all star status. Now all star is just means it's the highest ranking within LinkedIn as far as that your profile is set out properly. So if you're anything under that all star ranking, and you can see that by if you go onto your um you know, onto your your own profile, um and you look in the um sort of top right section um whether you're on your your home page or your profile page whatever it has a profile strength indicator and it's like a round ball uh, and it'll show where you're ranking so all stars the highest and essentially all that means is that um you know every part of your profile is, is set out properly but probably the where the the main mistakes people go with um you know not getting that right is um is certainly the the biggest one is in the summary and the summary um i mean you can put anything in there and that will linkedin will rank that you know you've you at least set up a summary but um you know the amount of profiles i see that don't even have the summary filled out is is um is amazing and um that's that's first yes by far the first thing that you you need to to have on there uh and then of course to have your skills and endorsements um there's a there's a lot of uh different opinions on the value of skills and endorsements or whether you should have them on there or not or how many um it by far it definitely is something that you need to have on there um have showing on your account you can switch it off but you should you should definitely have it on and you should have the you know the the endorsements for the right type of skills because you can you can um choose what those skills and endorsements should be and you can you can choose the positioning of those uh, on your profile. So definitely make sure they're turned off. Uh, sorry, turned on, not not off. And then, of course, to have um, you know, with your experience, you need to have probably, well, obviously, your your current position, but um, two or three of your uh, 
previous positions uh, in there as well um, is definitely um, you know a good idea. And then uh, you know, just the little things like um, you know, if you're scrolling down through your profile, uh, you'll see things like um, your education. Um, again, you don't have to go into massive depth on these things, but at least have uh, you know the high school you, you, you went to or the trade school or, or whatever, just have something in there. Um, and then, um, you know, any like honours or awards or uh, publications or whatever. But, but these things, these ones are not critical. If you don't have, you know, you've never published anything, don't put something there just for the heck of it. Just just leave it inactive. Uh, and then by far the, the biggest one, uh, this is the one that you know, everyone gets wrong, is there's a section called additional information or additional info, it says. Uh, now, it has things like your interests and uh personal details and certainly fill those out but um, there's a little section at the end which is it says advice for contacting um, you know your name and you, you you really have to put something there if you leave that blank then LinkedIn will rank you down in in searches and whatever because you, you know, they're saying you haven't given a complete profile so definitely make sure that um, you know you put something in, in that advice for contacting section so Adam I, and I see quite a few profiles that, for example, don't have a photo or they're missing some of this information and it might seem obvious to some of us, but why is that stuff so important to have all those elements filled out? We, uh, the photo is a good one, Warwick. It's, um, and to be specific on that, um, a photo from LinkedIn's um, terms and conditions means a headshot, uh, not a logo for your business or, or, or anything else for that matter. Uh, now, having said that, I, I don't know anybody that's ever had their account shut down or anything for you know not having a, a headshot. But um, uh, but the, there are statistics around, uh, and interesting. I was looking at that just yesterday, and uh, the current um, statistics say that your profile is eleven times more likely to be viewed um, by someone if it has a photo than if it doesn't. So, so yeah, having a having a photo is um, is definitely a, a a must have. But secondly, to that is you know, take the time and energy to 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 get a good photo, um, you know, one that's clear and and um, not too much you know background noise and uh, out of focus and that sort of thing. Because at the end of the day, the you know it's a representation of yourself and 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 how professional you you are. It's kind of like. Um, I'll give you an analogy that drives me crazy. And if you see a, um, a, a car detailer's car that's all dirty <laughs> and uh, it's like, you know, what's, what's the likelihood I'm going to pick up the phone and call that guy? You know, it, it, I hardly even see his phone number in the back of the car because it's covered in mud. It's, uh, it's the same thing here. It's, it's all about a professional presence. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I know I, I just about won't click connect on anybody that doesn't have a photo because – I'm actually a little bit worried about it being a, a spammer or someone like that who's like, oh, is this person yep. legit? I can't see their face. Uh, and if you go back to the whole live networking thing, you wouldn't turn up to a networking event with dark sunnies and a, and a false mustache on. So, you know, it's almost uh, be yourself on there and people are more likely to connect, I guess. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's a good point. I know photo... one thing that. Sorry. No, you go ahead, Carl. Uh, 
Oh, I was going to change subject. So if you still had a point on the photo, go ahead. No, no, no. I think we've covered that. Good quality photo, right. no sunglasses, no sunglasses. We're all good. Cool. Uh, one thing that a lot of people are starting, to, and I know it's been around for a while, but it's becoming a little bit more mainstream is using LinkedIn for recruiting um, and, you know, advertising jobs up there and, and, and finding people that way. Is that something you've had good experience with, the whole recruitment side of using LinkedIn? Uh, recruitment is is um, is massive on on LinkedIn. There's there's no two ways about it. You know, essentially that's what it started out with was you know pretty much a you know a recruitment tool, uh, and it certainly evolved to be much more than that. But um, there, there's even specific accounts that um, you know you, you know, LinkedIn accounts you can have if you're you're looking for a a position or whatever. Uh, and certain advertising packages and whatever around it. I wouldn't say that my specialty is around recruitment at all. Um, mine's more around, you know, lead generation and, and uh, client interaction, um, through, you know, with LinkedIn. But um, it certainly has a, a, a very specific niche for for recruitment, no doubt. And is there a way to go about, uh, I guess, doing that? Because, uh, you know, for our listeners thinking, okay, great, so I need a, a plumber or a mechanic or whatever. Um, what's some tips on how to actually use it to, to do that? So um, so what, just so we're clear, you're talking about that they, they want to recruit a plumber or yeah. they want to promote their services as a plumber? Uh, no, so they need somebody to, to work for them. You know, they're looking for the next team member. Um, well, there's two, there's two ways to go about it is, is that you either, um, you know, post that position uh, within LinkedIn. And then what LinkedIn search engines do is, um, and you can be very specific in, um, you know, like, you know, at down to suburb specific um, um, job uh, skills and things like that. And what LinkedIn will do is then, and you've probably seen it yourself on your on your sidebar or you get some emails that say these position, these particular companies are looking for people with your skills. Um, and they, they you know, obviously show them to those people that have those skills in their, in their profiles. Uh, I, I would get, you know, probably an email every week with, with, with those type of um, uh, jobs available uh, on, on LinkedIn. Um, but that's certainly not a, you know, it's, it's certainly not a, a, um, a free uh, service. Uh, they, they certainly do charge for that, but they, you know, they charge for it because um, they, they do get good results. And my understanding is even, um, you know, sites like Seek are, are really getting uh, impacted heavily by by LinkedIn now because of the, um, you know, there's just so many people, more regist- people registered on uh, LinkedIn than, than, than are looking at Seek at any given day. Wow. Well, that's a big giant to take down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess- so we like to, sorry, go on. Right. No, that's okay. We're, we're talking over each other a little bit today, aren't we, Michaela? We're out of we're out of well, sync. The universe must be rotating differently or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you ask the question, Michaela. You go right ahead. No, you go, Warwick, because I was no, going to ask you. No, you. Me. Can we not do this all afternoon? Adam's Adam's got somewhere else to be. Um, <laughs> Adam, one question we do like to ask our guests is: uh, if you had a thousand tradies in a room, uh, what's what's maybe one or two pearls of wisdom you would just desperately want to impart upon them 
um, from well, from a from a personal perspective, uh, of uh, on the re- on the um, very regular occasions when I call them to come and do something at my place, <laughs> is uh, as opposed to doing it myself, as we've already sort of gone through, uh, is it's turn up on time. It's uh, you know, or at least if you if you can't be on time, pick up the phone and say, hey, look, I'm. I'm running half an hour late, or you know, whatever, whatever it is, and uh, uh, just you know, have that uh, professional sort of um, sort of courtesy to um, uh, let let you know your client know that uh, you know you, you can't make an appointed time for some reason. Mm. Um, the, the the second is is, and I'm going to go back to that that same analogy I use with uh, you know, like a card detailer. It's um, you know, present the way that um, you 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 know. You want people to, to perceive you. It's um, you, know, you know the way you dress, the the, the car you drive, the, the the cleanliness of everything is is you know, they're the things that people remember. And um, you know you might you might come turn up and do a great job, and, and price is not an issue or whatever. But if um, if you know if you, you turn up to our place and uh, walk into the house with dirty boots, um, you know my wife's never going to ring you back again. So. Um, that just that professional presence, I think, is is what I'm getting at. And it's it's so that both of those things really don't cost money or a lot of money. They're just so simple, and I know yeah. we rabbit on about it all the time. But it's the feedback we keep getting all the time as well. So right. thanks so much for your help today, Adam. And mm. if people want to know more about you, and I'm sure that they do want to get more in depth about how they can use LinkedIn to grow their business, how can they find out more about you? Um, okay, the best way is just is it's through my website, it's, which is just adamhoulahan.com, and um, all the ways you you could possibly connect with me are there, and uh, all of the um, courses and everything I have, and even free courses on LinkedIn are all listed there. And um, yep, definitely that's the best way. And I know you have a great um, free four-week course about LinkedIn. So what we yep. might do in the show notes, that so people can just uh, head to that page and, and sign up there and get on your course because it is great and it touches on a few things we've covered today but a lot more. So yeah, thank you very much. And if anyone wants to connect with you on LinkedIn, remember, make it personal. <laughs> and yeah, put exactly. a photo in there. Please. Exactly. <laughs> I better go and check my profile now, mate. I'm feeling a little bit nervous, actually. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Adam. Thanks for coming on the show, Adam. No worries, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. So some great tips today. Um, check out your profile. If you haven't got a profile, sign up. It is really easy. Uh, follow some of the advice that Adam has had and really start making it. It's actually a social media that you will see a return on investment. Um, by keeping at it for a while. So make sure to check out his free week, uh, no, his free four-week LinkedIn course. That's a bit of a tongue twist for that one. <laughs> I'm uh, not even going to rescue you after making me admit to crying in movies, Michaela. <laughs> oh, head to the tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash 38 and the link will be there. I really recommend you get this um, free course. It's got all the tips that he's mentioned plus some other great stuff. So get that four weeks and it'll really help you build your profile. And that's uh, that's incredible, uh, valuable content there. Adam works with some pretty high-profile people personally on LinkedIn to help them with their profiles. So uh, to get a four-week course out of him for nothing is uh, is pretty serious stuff. So, yeah, jump on that. And to get even more tips from Adam about 
how to build a great LinkedIn profile, including specifics on what elements to work on, some tips and tricks on uh, actually getting noticed by your target audience. Uh, we have created uh, the Tradies Business Show members area. It's a dollar for the first 30 days. I'm not even going to try and do the maths on that to figure out how much a day that is, but it's not much. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to stick some other stuff in the members area as well, aren't we, we Michaela? We are. So we're going to look at providing you um, some extra templates and files to help you, but also um, provide free educational monthly webinars where we dig even deeper into some of the things we talk about on the show. And we've also had a lot of feedback of people wanting to be a little bit easier to connect with this, ask questions and kind of form a bit of a community around the show. We also have access to our private Facebook group, which is only available to members. So like Warwick said, it's a dollar for the first 30 days and then just 10 bucks each month ongoing. No commitment. You can join, get out whenever you want, but we're sure you're going to want to stay in there. So... These tips that Adam share is, is what people pay thousands of dollars to learn in his private coaching. So they really are something you haven't heard anywhere else. So make sure to go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash members and we'll have all the details there where you can join up. Sounds good to me. So there you have it, listeners. Uh, another great interview. Hopefully you've got some tips in there you can implement in your business. And uh, until next time. See ya. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.